How's it, everyone? We are the Joystick Show. Your three favorite friends from Hawaii are back to talk story about the latest things we've read, watched, or played. We'll share our stick with you, so thanks for sticking around. If you fancy what you hear, please like and subscribe on the platform you frequent because, uh, you know, it would really help us out. We'd really appreciate it. I'm your co-host, Drake. That's Thomas. What up, what up? We are back. Actually back. Nice, and that's <laughs> Scott. How's it? Oh, uh, both of you guys are back from your trips, so let me give you a little bit of a rundown of what we're going to be talking about today. We've got uh, the Fantastic Four casting. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how Barbie already hit a billion in that double Bs. Uh, the oh. Continental trailer just dropped, so you'll get to hear what we think about that. And in our review section today, we're going to get into some Oppenheimer, some Haunted Mansion, and some latest in the TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But uh, first, let's talk about, uh, I want to say, your five-star experiences with your airlines on your trips. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm assuming Scott's Scott's trip not is as better bad than mine. As Tom's, yeah. I'm just like a taller person that, you know, stuck in like coach. So it's just uncomfortable going. I did, couldn't recline my seat. Wow, that sounds terrible. Bro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I got to get it in so before time for you. <laughs> <laughs> really, really let it sink in and get uncomfortable for a second. Um, yeah, and then layover for like, what, an hour, but then it got pushed to two. Okay, and oh, then wow, that's know, more than one hour. I was that's going, rough. and then then coming back. No, you know, it was a layover, but it was on time. And then um, um, the seat going to Hawaii. I was up against the window like this, like Mr. Incredible in the in his small car. Um, but I, you know, I was watching from that show from season two, and it it got from me what? through it. Yeah, so all pretty I can, tough. Pretty all tough. I can He's say is I am never flying American Airlines. Ever, oh. I, I would rather like spend five hundred dollars more on another flight than fly American Airlines because this <laughs> past weekend I lived in an airport. It was so damn bad. It, man, it's crazy. Yeah, it like was, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. pretty please, much. Please, please. What, what was that movie? Yeah, what is it? The Terminal. <laughs> the terminal. Or, yeah. Love that movie. yeah. Oh my god! It almost was that point. It was crazy. Oh, I mean, so many delays, so many cancellations. Uh, to get there, it took thirty six hours a delay. I had to stay overnight in Philly. They didn't uh, give us a complimentary hotel or transportation or anything. Uh, got there at midnight. Went to sleep at one. Uh, had to wake up at five to get back for another flight. And when I got there, they still lost my bag. So. Thank you, American. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you could fly Singaporean, I've never had a bad experience on Singapore Airlines. I've only ever had two meals and lots of snacks. So, where do they uh, fly? Everywhere? Just Singapore? Singapore? I, I no in clue. state? Yeah. Where I'm is, sure is it? It's just out of, It sounds like I'm it's pretty just sure it's just international. <laughs> okay, but okay. I was like, sure. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll have, yeah, yeah. I would rather take Singapore Airlines, fly to Singapore, and then fly to wherever I'm going next than take American Airlines again. <laughs> I mean, you would have had four straight meals, just <laughs> snacks. <laughs> oh, snacks on oh, snacks. Well, sounds well, better. Yeah, uh, Singapore well, is some, unlimited movies. Un- unfortunately, um, some people are not doing better, and it's the people on Maui. Uh, mm-hmm, thoughts yeah, and prayers yeah. for them. Um, 
Yeah, I think you guys probably know a little bit more information, but we're going to, we'll add what we can in the show notes to kind of donate and support. Uh, Again, thoughts and prayers to all the families, all the Ohana out there that's dealing with this right now. It looks absolutely brutal. Um, Yeah, it it hasn't directly affected my family, but in terms of like work and business, it has. So we're already seeing some crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, if there's any... Anybody who's badly burned out there, um, definitely, you know, if you and when you get through this, reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you. This is Thomas. Um, definitely reach out. But yeah, any anything you guys want to add to that? Nope. Thoughts and prayers, man. That's, I mean, that's all we can do right now. And um, click the links for donations if you are able to. But yeah. Right on. All right. So we're going to bring it back around and talk about something that was catching the internet on fire. Fire. Ah, uh, uh, that's not a good joke. Damn, um, too soon, dude. Frick, I didn't even mean. I was Thoughts thinking. Thoughts Maui, guys. God dang it. I was actually thinking of the Human Torch. I wasn't I thinking of Maui. I'm sorry. Um, but Human Torch, we got some ca- rumored casting and we got probably some confirmed casting for Sue Storm. Invisible Woman with the girl from Mission Impossible. I want to say Vanessa Kirby. What is this, Scott? It is Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it looks like Vanessa Kirby is playing Invisible Woman. And what is the guy from Stranger Things? Joseph Quinn. Joseph Quinn. Yeah. Who played Eddie from Stranger Things. It was awesome. How do we feel about this casting? I know that there's some other rumors. Matt Smith potentially being... Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, and um, what is it, Iban Moss Bakrock as potentially Silver Surfer or The Thing. What do you guys think about any of this casting? I really enjoyed Joseph Quinn in Stranger Things. I think that's all I'm really familiar with in, in his regard, but I really enjoyed his portrayal on that character. It was a character I didn't think I'd like really care about as much as like the main cast. And it's like, for whatever reason, I, every time he popped on screen, I'm like, Oh yeah, this guy. Um, so if he's a part of it, that'd be great. I'd love to see more of this dude. I'm not as familiar with Vanessa Kirby though. Yeah. Do you think he has the right look? Do you think he has like Johnny Storm is always like the super good looking kind of cocky in those. I mean, he was originally played on in TV or I guess in the movies by Chris Evans. And do you think Joseph Quinn has that look? I yeah, think what he could do is um, bring – it seems like he, he – just based on like his role he did in Stranger Things and then interviews, you see him outside. Like he's like nowhere near that dude in Stranger Things. But I totally believe he was that guy. Like he yeah. kind of seems like a chameleon type of actor. I could totally see him just like embodying whatever sort of charm or whatever he needs to put on that's going to add that extra like um, attractiveness that he may, you know. Need yeah, for that sort of role. That's um, yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I like I that take. That. Uh, yeah, I think I think the same thing. What about you, Drake? I was gonna make a a, f- a funny joke about uh, Vanessa Kirby. We talked about how she's gonna play the Invisible Woman, and that's true because we don't know what else she's from. <laughs> hey, yeah, I I, <laughs> I have seen but, uh, her in one other thing. She's been in things. She but has. Yeah, I don't know if you guys general. had her IMDb pulled up, but she was in Mission Impossible. I mean, yeah, definitely has the right look. I'll say that. She's beautiful. I mean, she seems like a natural blonde. Like, um, she also has this very, like, commanding presence. And if you go back to the comics, like, Sue Storm actually has 
better stories than what we got with Jessica Alba. I want to say, which I never, I I love Jessica Alba for obvious reasons, but I never was a fan of her as Sue Storm. (laughs) Um, You know, like I I think this girl already has an edge on what we saw out of Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's in the crown. Like I I haven't watched that show, but I know people really love it. Cause that's what you said, Drake, Mm. right? She was in the crown. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So just making that show, I feel like you got to be good. And True. then um, I'm sure she did great in Mission Impossible. Like that's a pretty, um, yeah, pretty. I, the the way I feel about the cast overall mm-hmm. is like I kind of need to see them be together, and I need to see how their dynamic works. I think with the other Fantastic Fours, it kind of worked okay because they were all kind of like larger stars for the time, so it kind of seemed like a big team up movie. But this is what seems like it's going to be a lot more story driven and show me driven based on the fact of who they casted. They're not necessarily uh, like archetypes of the things we would normally see in this uh, like high budget of a movie. If that makes sense historically. Hmm. I was really trying to follow you. I'm not quite sure what you mean, but they're, they're so like, like uh, less wait, known, go. right? Like so, yeah, they're like less known. It's not like it's Chris Evans and Jessica Alba and other big name and other big name. It's like three mm-hmm. actors that have done certain things and are known for certain things, yeah, but not necessarily for being like Ryan Reynolds or right, Bundy like Looper, not based know? on the name alone. I, I agree. Yeah. I actually. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I actually like that because I would rather them get bigger actors. Like the Fantastic Four, I think, is a big enough superhero team that people will go see it if they want to <laughs> check that yeah. out. And if you just have insane actors along with it, I think we're going to be gold. Especially if you get a Matt Smith. I think Matt Smith has now become a household name from, what was he in originally? Like Doctor Who or something? Yeah, that's yeah, uh, Game of Thrones and all that jazz. Yeah, and then now Game of Thrones, and then he was in Morbius and had like one of the most iconic parts of it, which I never finished that movie. I'm not gonna lie, I tried several times. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get to the dancing part. That movie sucked. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, maybe don't mention Mor- Morbius for Matt Smith. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> He's but, a good actor, but yeah, yeah, Matt Smith is a great actor. So um, I mean, well, that was a good example it. though of like having a good actor, but if the story and the um, dialogue is crap, then it could make them look like crap. So mm-hmm. I'm really hoping the story in this is really strong because if it's a really strong story, then it gives like more meat for these actors to work with and like really get into. Yeah. 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 The story has to be strong because of their casting is a lot more artistic than it is like for entertainment value. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last one, um, cousin, uh, again, I don't know him. I don't know how he'll do a silver surfer based on the way he talks and everything. I could see him doing a really good, the thing you know he kind of has that like he's not it's it sounds more chicago to me than it sounds new york but you know i I think he's jewish which is a big part of the thing's uh origin story (laughs) and so yeah man i've loved him in everything do you want to see a silver surfer considering our last silver surfer was very cg-esque i do i do and i think it connects to the galactus of it all and eventually fantastic four fighting them but Mm -hmm. i i think i'd rather see cousin especially if you watch this last season of the bear i would rather see him as the thing the thing than silver surfer but i mean you think they'll practical effect silver surfer like actually have like a silver person they're gonna cg that guy out it's gonna be like a muppet i think 
<laughs> yeah. Jim Henson style. Let's go get in there, Jim Henson. Yeah, it's gonna be stop motion. Uh, yeah. But no, I think yeah, I could see him being an awesome thing. So awesome stuff. I, I really hope most of this is true. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked all of it. If those mm-hmm. if those all come to be true. I'm for it. I think it's dope. Um, the other thing is we got a new trailer for The Continental set in the John Wick universe. It looks like a period piece about how The Continental was started. Uh, what did you guys think? Let's go. Cool. I mean, speaking of like actors who are kind of unknown, at least to mm. us at the moment, the guy who's playing young Winston, I haven't really seen him in anything before. Uh, okay. um, at least me in particular. Maybe I got to really dive into him. But um, it looks like a cool show set in the 1970s. Um, we we saw mm-hmm. Mel Gibson in it, so that's like a big yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he looks like a villain the villain too, which is fitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I mean, granted, he it seems like he's kind of revealed himself to be like a really wacky type of dude. Um, but I always liked his acting, though. So oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, he'll, I'm sure he'll still be great in it. Um, I mean, he's, but he's joined cool. the ranks of Nicolas Cage, of John Travolta now. Uh, they they sure. kind of all seem to be pretty eccentric in their <laughs> old age with all of their millions and millions and millions. So yeah, yeah. why not make him some weirdo villain? Yeah, who's probably yeah. rich in this <laughs> yeah. as well. So yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean you have to be rich if you want to fight John Wick, or else what are you doing? Yeah, this is well, it's Young Wick. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Young Wick, right? Young Wick, such a great rap name, Doc. Young Wick. Young Wick. Dude, true. Dude. Yeah, that's that is a sick rap name. Somebody it's on the mic. Yeah, it's, give it's, it's give not. us credit if you take that. Uh, but yeah, it looks like <laughs> yeah. a fun period piece. I, I like that they have to kind of retake the Continental to set it up, uh, and they yeah. have to fight their way through it. That one I think was a John Wick two where they have to battle him mm-hmm. and um, that black guy who was the uh, attendant for it. And they keep going yeah. in and getting more guns, and they have to fight yeah. in the lot. That that was so sick. So seeing more of it, more battles in the Continental, I'm super about yeah, it. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I, there was some um, images in the trailer that looked like it was like before times, like in the olden olden days, like before the seven the seventies. Oh, um, so I, I was that. I was curious. I was like, is that just a thing that they would show based on the fact of like the history of you know this League of Assassins or? Uh, if it was just meant to backstory on maybe a character. So that kind of interests me. Or yeah. I just saw things that I didn't really see. I don't know. Mm. I mean, because it's going to be like a, th- a yep. three-part series, right? Or something. I think yep. said yep. in, in the commercial. I so, think on Peacock, too. Peacock, yeah. So oh. it's going to be longer than the two-hour run. So it's probably obviously going to focus on like young Winston and maybe a particular thing he's dealing with at the time. But Looks it like would a be a brother. good opportunity What's that? It looks like he has a brother, and there's like some type of brother story there. Oh, okay, okay. But it would be a good opportunity to dive into like even further back, like because the continental looks like it's already established. Yeah. Maybe a little more Wild West um, at this time, but Wicked Wow, um, <laughs> Wicked, Wicked Wow, Wild West. But you know, and then maybe they they okay, was good. talk about like the beginning of it. You know, that'd be cool. Them building it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I'm on board. I love John Wick. Um, super about it. And yeah, just that time period and everything with the music and the action, it looks sick. Uh, last thing, Barbie has hit a Billy. I'm a Barbie Whoa. girl. One Billy, mm-hmm. one Billy, one Billy. There you go. Yeah, man. It, 
Such a good movie. Uh, I'm so happy that it's being received as well as it is. There is a lot of um, incel, insecure dudes online that are bashing it. Um, that's my take on it. Uh, I, I think uh, if you have a small PP syndrome, you can't handle the jokes. But I thought don't it was body shame, man. Don't body shame. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm body sh- hey, if you <laughs> but if you, I'm not talking about uh, physically. I'm talking about if you have small PP energy. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What is that like? Um, like LD? You know, if you got LD, this I can understand why you may not like it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Me and Christina really dug it. I want to go see it again. But yeah, any thoughts on Barbie hitting a billion dollars? Um, good to hear. Good That's to awesome. hear. <laughs> It's a good precedent to set, I think, for um, filmmaking in the industry. And uh, also, too, it kind of um, helps with the defeat of the U.S. women's national team in the round of 16. <laughs> you had to sneak that uh, in there. Yeah, huh? You're just, just about just that women's national team right, right now. Yeah, but, all, I mean, for those of you unaware, we're talking about soccer. Yes, and we're cheering for Japan because we're all Japanese. Hey, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but to get back to the point of, um, I really don't remember what the point was. <laughs> you just want to sneak that in there, and then <laughs> just want to sneak that in there. Team, am I right? Nothing uh, after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. But, um, uh, yeah, I, it's I, it's a fun movie. Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed a lot about it. Um, the jokes landed for me. Uh, the meta aspects of it, I thought, were really well done. Yeah. Um, Costumes were great. Costuming was great. Um, uh, the the whole theme and concepts of it, I thought, were really yeah. well done. Um, Margot Robbie gets a shine in so many levels too. And for real, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I actually, great. you just got to watch it recently, right, Drake? What was what yeah. was your thoughts on on Barbie as a whole? Margot, well, in specific, Margot's acting, uh, she was able to show range in the entirety of the movie. Agreed. Um, which you don't normally get to do if, when you're doing like a, you know, a triple A movie like that. Mm. But um, I could see where males, and I put that in like quotes, would get super upset about certain things just because it it pushes up against the the idea uh, of men being in that position and kind of unveiled like how uh, men aren't necessarily as able to be vulnerable, right? When they are, they're viewed a certain way. And with the women uh, decidedly on kind of pushing Ken away, we don't need, you know, men in our lives. We can do kind of everything for ourselves and still be prosperous. Like that kind of thing you want to be seeing, uh, because that's the kind of environment you want your daughters to grow up in thinking that they can do those things. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of pros to that movie. I can see where people would get like, Ooh, but that's only because it's, it's in the, in the, it's in the politics of the, the current and, you know, everybody's kind of really quick to get, to pick a side and, you know, stick to it when there's, I think a little bit more important things to worry about. But yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, like, yeah, my thing coming out of it is like, why does this is supposed to be entertainment and escapism? Why does all of these things have to be politically? It's a movie, <laughs> yeah, like I don't yeah, care. I, I don't want care about the politics. Do I like the movie? Did I think it was funny? Did I enjoy yeah. the acting? Did I enjoy the story? Those are the things I think I care about the most. I don't really give a shit about the politics of it all. I just liked it because I liked it, you know. And yeah, the, yeah and there's a lot of aspects in it too where it was like hey listen you know 
it's okay to be a man, but you don't have to feel like you can't show emotions or you don't, you don't, you can't, you know, let somebody else take the lead for a change. You know, it was like, those are things that it's also nice for us too. You know, we don't always, as men, I should say, you know, it might be different from a woman's perspective, but it's like me personally, I don't want to feel like I have to make every single decision and that yeah, there's so that much pressure. You know, like sometimes it's, yeah, you sucks. know, letting go of my ego enough to say, Hey, some uh, woman can step in, make a decision. She can be in charge. And you know, that doesn't diminish me as a man. I think is, Oh, <clears throat> A great theme, but I, that's just how I feel about it. Um, yeah, Scott, you haven't been able to watch Barbie yet, right? No, I haven't, but I've only heard good things about it. And um, it's kind of funny hearing you guys mention those things. It's always funny, to, like, when people feel like they need to, like, man, I went in to have a good time, and they're trying to change the way I think, or you know, it's like <laughs> just, it's like like a self attack, like they knew you'd be there, like talk to your dad, you know, or something. It's just like so ridiculous, like. It's whatever. I also grew up in a household where, um, you know, um, mostly raised by um, my mom and then mm-hmm. a lot of like just strong women in my household. So like I got no problem with like being around strong women. So, yeah, I got no real eagle there. But um, yeah, I, I don't get that whole thing. But I That's am excited right. to watch it. Um, it's exciting that it's made that much money thus far. And especially for Margot Robbie, like leading. Mm. Um, this project and like working hard to make it happen. I know she was like really pushing for um, Harley Quinn in that same way to like, you know, be her thing and make it more than just like what people think it might be. And yeah, this, I feel like this that didn't go as far as this did. And yeah, this shouldn't be a hot take, but I liked Birds of Prey. Like I didn't yeah. mind it. Like I know the internet hates it, but I'm like I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was that bad. My take is I liked her in Birds of Prey. Yeah, True. agree, agree okay, with that okay. statement. I also like I also like Black Canary, but I, it's because I like Journey Smollett. Like, is right, that right. yeah? I think that's what it there, is. there was just like a if we go real quick in that there was just a mix of like not as strong actors and like really strong actors. Mm. Um, she shined in that, which was really great. I loved everything that she did in that movie. So I mean, it's good. I, it's it's everything she's been in. I feel like has been really strong, and it's it's awesome to hear that the whole cast was able to pull their weight as well. So yeah. I'm I'm definitely excited to watch it. Yeah, man. Yeah. And there was a lot of rumors or not rumors, but just like things going on online. The narrative was movies are dead. No one's going there. And then boom, back to back in the same week, (coughs) Barb and Heimer, both movies explode. And That's like, so crazy. Yeah, unintended. Usually like, one suffers. Right. Right. And yeah. it's like good to show that, you know, a good movie the same weekend, even, you know, not genre depending can still work, but be a good movie. So that was yeah. very, yeah, I thought that was very um, positive, man. That was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, people are still are interested, but you got to make good shit. You can't just throw mm-hmm. whatever out there and uh, expect us to just love it. You know, it's not going to be yeah. that. So you can't rely yeah. on the property and then just half-ass a script or something. Exactly. Yeah. All yeah. got to be good. Exactly. Drake, what did you feel about Ryan Gosling's Ken? Or how did you feel about it? I liked it. I, I, he was definitely broody, but I, I got, I felt his pain. Like all he wanted to do was be with that chick, you know? And <laughs> yeah, she, you know, you just, that chick is just all about herself, which is completely fine, but you're bumming out, right? It's sad. <laughs> yeah. You just want to be all up in it. You know, you want to stay over the night. But they, I, you, know, you say all up in it, but they're night. like, yeah. uh, we don't have those parts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you start by dry humping. So I've heard. And, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I think sure do. Um, I can't tell if this is in the movie or just like your own <laughs> you gotta find out. You gotta, you gotta go watch it, Scott. Scott. You gotta, you gotta, gotta go watch, watch it. it. You got the pink yeah. cup. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I showed. Um, it's funny. So, Christine and I, real quick, Christine and I haven't seen it yet, but you know, with um, these movies coming out now, sometimes they have cool merch that come along with it. And the Barbie cup came out, and she saw it. She's like, "I gotta get this cup." And we were looking at our schedule. We weren't able to kind of line up when to go see it yet. But she just kind of went off on her own to the movie theater just to buy the cup. And then, wow, like, really? Go back. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Where is it yeah. again? Uh, oh, I, I don't have it physically here because she. It's going to be her like. We'll, we'll post it to the now. story. Water oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us a picture. Yeah, we'll yeah. post it to our I'll Instagram. Um, but yeah, dude, the merch for Barbie. I'm not gonna lie, it's been sick. Like, yeah. the, they've dropped some shoes for it. They. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. There's a hoodie that Ken <laughs> wears in the movie. It's like a tie dye hoodie, and mm-hmm. it says, "I'm Ken Nuff." Like enough, but with a K. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, I saw that shit. Oh, that cool. fucking want that so bad. I got it. <laughs> oh, you got that oh, shit? I bought it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's God. in the mail. So I was like, "That's that too sounds dope. awesome." I don't even know what it looks like. Oh but that's my so God. fucking funny. Dude. Also, um, one day, Scott, you'll be invited to the um, what is it? The oh shoot! I know. I totally had it in my brain, and I just botched it. Botched it. The Casa Dojo House. Oh, Casa Dojo House. What's yeah, that? dude. What, is that what it is? Dang it. Now we totally botched it, man. The Doja, it's the Doja Casa. Yeah, the Doja Casa House. Something like that. Uh, I think we're missing a word, but man, so funny. There's a part Mojo where, Dojo Casa House. Mojo Dojo Casa House. Just Mojo yeah, Dojo being back great. in the, the zeitgeist is, makes me so happy. Uh, Kennergy. Oh, my God. Yeah, big Kennergy in the movie. Oh, they're filled with stereotypically oh broy things. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they're <laughs> super into horses. Uh, yeah, dude, your show is so funny. Yeah. They're like just random sports on. Uh, he had like saloon doors put on the Barbie house for no reason. It's just hilarious <laughs> shit like that. Uh, yeah, That's Hummers funny. everywhere. So. Yeah, they, there was some there was some funny shit in that movie, and I say if you go in with an open mind, you you you'll take something away from it. Like you should enjoy it. If you feel personally attacked, I think personally you should look at the mirror and see what it is about that that is bothering you. Because there's a lot of shit in it that made me laugh. But yeah, yeah for sure. that's for my sure. two cents. Uh, Scott, you got to see something very cool, and you got to see it in the way. <coughs> Christopher it was Nolan intended in, to? Yes, intended to. Yeah. The 11 mile long, 70 millimeter IMAX showing of Oppenheimer. Dude, tell us about Oppenheimer. In Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, in Missouri. Um, oh, it was, man, it was good. It was good to be able to go and see like a, just a good, serious film. I like, I love a good drama, but honestly, it's been a while since I've been to the theaters to watch one. Um, we're all nerds and we check out the latest Marvel, DC, what have you movies. And, um, if usually I have to pick and I usually end up leading that way, but, um, yeah, Oppenheimer, it was like so awesome seeing theaters. I think one thing above all else that like really just kind of stood out extra was, um, the utilization of sound, um, that Christopher Nolan does. I figured, man, I felt like he was really smart because like, I know he's a really big advocate for like keeping the movie theaters alive, which I am too. You know, like he's like, I people need to experience movies in a theater. And like, what better way to do that than to be like, you know what? I'm going to make the experience like so good that it'll be less of an experience if you watch it at home. Like you can watch it at home, but it's not going to be the best. Right. Um, Cause man, 
um, when that bomb goes off, um, really interesting because you think the sound's going to happen right away, which is a little jarring at first. But then when you finally get that sound, like, I was like, I didn't know the speakers went that loud in these theaters. Like, yeah. it was amazing. And, like, seeing it on a big IMAX, we don't really have one in um, Hawaii. It was cool to be in one again. Um, I felt like that was that was the way to do it. So good, that movie. And the actors are amazing. And, like, yeah, the three hours blew by. Like, Aha, see what you did there. Yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, radiation. But the, the only thing was, <laughs> the only thing, well, I'm so, I'm so spoiled with those reclining seats now. Yeah. Like the IMAXs still have the regular stadium style seats, uh, like more comfortable, but That's true. stadium style. And like after I found myself like shifting a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like going to like a professional so game. Like those seats are not comfortable, you know, yeah. but you do it because it's part of the experience. But 100 percent. I thought the same thing with Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, everybody has their time to shine in it, too, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like e- even if they have the smallest of roles, it feels like they contribute to the movie. And I'm thinking of like um, what's his name? Josh Peck from Drake and Josh yeah. Jack mm-hmm. Quaid is in it for like a yep. split second uh, but here. Matt Damon really doesn't have that much time but what he adds to the movie is massive uh, you know I so um, was it Rami Malik is in it too right? oh yeah, like, yeah Rami Malik yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Rami Malik. That's how you Josh Hartnett I was like oh Josh is Josh, in like, I'm Josh so I just happy saw him Black Mirror Josh like Hartnett again. Yeah. yes exactly I was thinking of the Black Mirror too but uh, yeah I mean he just yeah, does such a good job and it it just um we obviously ha- still have Steven Spielberg, but I would say in this generation, within the last 15 years, I would say Christopher Nolan is one of those directors that everything he touches seems to be pretty damn good. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like Even for people who didn't really love Tenet, like I, I went back. I've watched Tenet three times just to try to mm-hmm. figure out all the concepts. And once it clicks for you, you're like, holy yeah. shit, this is – incredible the level of detail the thought that he puts into it you're like fuck man how could you think of something like that so just a legendary director in his own right but but the thought process that goes into the movies and the writing is so crazy man so yeah i and i'm so happy killian murphy gets to be the lead in this and gets to Mm -hmm. like finally take a lead in a christopher Nolan movie i think he's well uh well more deserved it's he's deserved it yep. for a long time and just hasn't had that opportunity. I feel like and and it's just awesome that <coughs> he's killed it because he's awesome. Peaky Blinders. I mean he's he's really awesome in a lot of things, but so like uh, ooh, he's so good. Like yeah, yeah, Vincent it was, it was nice, especially when you're um, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. Call back. <laughs> hey yo. When he's he's sharing the screen a lot with like Emily Blunt, um, Florence Pugh, Robert Downey Jr. These are all people that you've seen um, more so take like the leads in maybe um, the movies you've seen in the last maybe 10 years or something. Yeah. Um, Cillian, what's the, how do you say his name? Killian Murphy. Murphy. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um, I loved him in Scarecrow and then Border, um, Peaky Blinders. He was great. But like, other than that, like, I know he's a great actor. I just, maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. I haven't seen him in a lot of things. So it was cool to see him as a lead next to all these like crazy actors that would, could very well have been that, you know, the lead there. But yeah, also it was nice to see, um, uh, I don't know how to say his name correctly, his last name, but Matthias Schwehofer or whatever. He was he was Heisenberg. As he's like so botched, I don't even know what you were trying to say. Just like glance over the fact that you murdered his name. 
<laughs> I, I wish uh, I had like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm considering looping this in the audio version just just how bad. Oh, Let's skip over guy, Gary Oldman was in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! So but, okay, the guy funny. played Eisenberg. Remember, he was in that. Um... <laughs> oh, oh look at that! It's great. Yeah, yeah. Sick, dude. I don't even know who. I don't even know who he was in How the movie. His name. Look it up. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna tr- trust you on that one. Oh god. Okay. Um. In the chat. No. Oh man, good shit. It's so crazy. Ha, ha, you can you say Robert Downey Jr.? Because what did you think about him? <laughs> oh yeah, he was great. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> well, wow, this, this thing that this is off the rails, rails man. Man, this this is your is laughter made me laugh harder, and it was just like contagious laughter. Oh God! Yeah, man, this is what okay. happens when we take two weeks off all together. I know, guys, go watch Oppenheimer. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, yeah, he really surprised me in it. Um, I didn't think Robert Downey Jr. Um, I just haven't seen him in this role. I feel like maybe in a while. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of Robert Downey Jr., but just in a in a different way. And I, I just. I'm so happy that he's a part of a movie at this level so you can really mm-hmm. see his range. I mean, he obviously killed it as Iron Man. He'll always be Iron Man to me. I thought he was incredible in Endgame too, but yeah, this was a uh, it was like the same same but different and it really really mm-hmm. works in it. So yeah, that that was uh that was so good. It's one of the but yeah, to your point earlier, I feel like this is one of those movies where you have to watch it at least once in theaters. And then if you don't watch it again in theater, like you don't go back again, that's it's fine. But I think you need to experience the first time in theaters and then yeah. you can watch it at home and then just kind of remember the feeling you get from watching it there the first time because you're so right. There's The sound is used so incredibly well and the score and just some of the shots when you get to take it in at that level and that scope, it mm-hmm. feels so much more impactful. But uh yeah, man. Oh, go, go. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it in theaters. Um, both of them, I think. Barbie and Oppenheimer. But Oppenheimer <laughs> for sure. At least one time in theaters. Yeah. Drake, what are you waiting for? I'm waiting for... Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm waiting for. Probably some time off of work and then I can go watch it. Um, fair enough. Yeah, I'm super excited to go eat yeah, some fair. popcorn, sit down in a recliner. and. Uh, Oh yeah, that's a, I, I might have been the only person with mochi crunch in that theater. So. Oh yeah, oh so hell yeah, making some crunchy mm-hmm. crunchies. They huh? don't sell that in the theater in Missouri. <sighs> weird. They do yeah. not. Super weird. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to. We kind of touched on a little bit on some Disney stuff. Um, Haunted Mansion. This movie Ooh. has an outstanding cast. Um, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, I think, Rosario Dawson. Owen Wilson, I think, is in it. Um, mm-hmm. Those are just some of the ones I know off the top of my head. But it does not seem to be performing in the box office like Barbie and Oppenheimer is. Scott, why don't you tell us what you thought about Haunted Mansion? Yeah, so before going in, I um, I kind of brushed over those or saw those reviews. and like, you know, it's not doing too well. So I wasn't expecting too much out of it. Um, but, you know, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, it's it's a movie about a ride, you know, so... It's like how they do the Pirates of the Caribbean off the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Um, granted, Great Pirates ride. of the Caribbean had the whole 
pirate lore to work with, right? So it's like a real big world they can work with. Um, this they're they're kind of um, stuck to this like mansion, but I feel like they did a really good job. Um, I found it um, pretty funny. Um, all the actors were great. Um, it was nice seeing Owen Wilson being like, you know, that classic wow. Owen Wilson, like his throws in those like one liners in there. I, I think he's funny. So yeah. I'm laughing at him. Um, Lakeith Stanfield had some funny moments, too. Like he's a dramatic actor and a lot of moments like he was he was pulling that out. I feel like he was a great lead. There were moments where he was tapping into like um, like his tragic story and like what he's going through. And he's like, you know, able to pull those tears and you're like, Oh fuck, I feel for him. But there's a moment in this movie that's so funny. Um, the little kid was playing with, um, these action figures that kind of look like maybe like kind of like Marvel characters in a sense. Like it was like his superheroes. And he's like, Oh, do you have, um, action guy? And he's like, what? He's like, action guy, you know, action guy. He's like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, you know, he holds a, he holds a slipper or like a boot or something. And he's like, say it again, boy. Like, he like does that. <laughs> yeah. And then like, dude, I started laughing so hard. I did not expect him to do that. He's like, oh, you don't know? Oh, okay. And then just kind of brush over it. I was like, that was a funny thing to put in the movie. Um, but <laughs> nice. there was a lot of cool th- nods to the ride. Like, um, there's certain moments where like the chair was almost like the v- the chair you sit in f- on the ride. Like oh, all the paintings like the that were in there. carriage kind of chair looking thing. Yeah, there's a moment oh. where like the character gets like, the, the house is kind of shooting them out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, on that chair, and I'm like, oh, this is just like the ride. You're like going on a, you know. Um, Do they have yeah, the dancing the ghosts? And, like you know, where yeah, all they the had, ghosts kind of. They had all that. They had the organ dance. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, Jared Leto played the. Um, um, you don't really know it's him, but he's the voice of the. Uh, what is he? He's like the headless. What was his actual title? He's like the main um, villain in this. But oh, Jared Leto! Um, wow, did not know he was in the movie. Is yeah. his name Morbius or? <laughs> yeah. No, but he's like this ghost with like his head in a lantern sort of thing. But he's like the main bad ghost in it. But it's like that's taken from the ride. I believe that's the dude in the ride. It's like, um, I think he even says it in the movie, like, you'll be back. Um, and then there's even Classic. the um, the ghost at the end of the ride, the ghosts that are in the carriage with you, whatever, in the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, if so, if you enter the house and you try and leave a ghost will go with you and haunt you until you come back to the house. They'll like haunt you and they'll tell you like, go back to that. So like once Whoa. you're there, you can't leave. So that's why like by the time, um, um, what is it? The Lakeith Stanfield's character comes in, like Owen Wilson is already there. Like, so everyone who enters, they're like kind of just stuck there and they all like live in the living room. Oh, and then freaking Danny DeVito's in this and he's very much like um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Danny DeVito. Oh, like he's great. just like this kooky old guy and it's hilarious. So there were there were enough of those moments that were really fun and hilarious and then enough nods to the ride. Very creative. I, I thought it was good. I mean, it's not like super amazing, but like for for what it was based off of and like the story they were able to tell in it, I thought it was really good. And it should be able to come out and streaming around Halloween Tomorrow, time, so that'd be the perfect time. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> yeah. maybe. But I think it's only like a six six week window or something, right? Disney Plus. Yeah, I think so, so. Right around fallish, you'll be able to catch it on Disney Plus. Um, if you've got kids and stuff, I de- definitely recommend going with them. I think they'd have a good time because there's even jokes for you to enjoy as an adult. Yeah. Um, is it PG or is it PG thirteen? It is PG thirteen. Oh, okay. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's good to know that it's better than what the internet is saying or like the reviews have been on it. I, I'll be honest, like I didn't have like a ton of motivation to go see it in theaters. 
But I was like, oh, okay, when that comes out on Disney Plus, definitely watching it. And that's probably why the whole Disney Plus model is like really kind of hurting Disney in general, along with strikes so. and everything else. But yep. yeah, it looked it looked fun, and the cast sounds amazing. Um, you kind of mm-hmm. sold me on it, though. I mean, what would you re- what would you rate it? Um, I think it's like it's like a seven. Okay. Um, out of a hundred. Seven. Huh? Out of a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a thousand. It sucked. <laughs> no, um, but, but for a family movie, it was like a yeah seven five. It's a family film. It's nice. Um, yeah, you can. I'm I'm sure. Like it's way better than Morbius. I know we keep coming back to that. Like it's <laughs> the bar is real you know, low with Morbius. <laughs> Morbius really let me down. It was like watching. Um, <laughs> yeah, that movie came out from like a different time. Yeah, it was just like it was so. Bad. It was like watching Daredevil or something. The time with of Ben Affleck. Yeah, it was like that back then. It was good, but they're like oh, new Daredevil. Do you think was Morbius like, was better than the Electra movie? I don't even remember the Electra movie. Yeah, so I'm Garner? saying yes. I'm saying yeah because I don't remember. Wow. It I remember that came out, but I do not remember that at all. I don't even know if I watched it. She's gonna reprise her role as uh, she is Electra. Yep, in Deadpool, out of all places too, which is super yeah. kind of random. That's I wonder very if we get. Ben Affleck, probably not. I would say not till Secret Wars or Secret, yeah, yeah Secret Wars. Don't get me started on Secret Invasion, uh, but yeah, this should be interesting. That was Haunted Mansion, though. Um, yeah, sounds pretty good. I'll have to check it out. So, last thing, uh, this movie actually seems to be doing very well, though. And I was in from the get go listening to Seth Rogen talk about it, having the kids all be in the same recording studio and having them be kids and seeing the way they interacted with each other, I thought was a refreshing take on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always been a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Um, From, I want to say the cartoons to the original live action movies, which are still really freaking good. Um, If you haven't, go back and watch those, which was an indie film back in the day. I don't know, a little weird tidbit fact. Mm -hmm. But what did you think about this new iteration, Seth Rogen's, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, Scott. I really loved it. Like, I thought it was fucking good. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel like um, the the initial reaction we got from watching the trailer when it first came out, it, like the movie lived up to that for me. Um, the art is super amazing. Um, I, I There's not, like, it seems like it's, they took, like, that um, Into the Spider-Verse, like, being able to, like, just kind of go for it with the art and, like, you know, whatever. It's like this movie definitely has its own style. Um, it, it really does feel like it's more hand drawn because, like, even the cars and the shapes of people aren't like exactly like the way it should be. Like, there's like a van driving, and like the top is like a little tilted this way and whatnot. So it's like very like artistic, uh, um, stylized. The kids were, yeah, and the kids were great. They're actually teenagers, like you were saying, <clears throat> which is good. And it all really came through that way. Um, the music was awesome. It's like the transition music gave me like those 80s, like, you know, like Stranger Things ominous, like like the synthesizer kind of yeah. music. But then it's also filled with like 90s hip hop. And then there's also like That's all these plus. references to like current day. Like these kids are like current teenagers. So um, they're they're referencing things that are viral now. Um, they sing a lot of on the mid, internet. Was that? mid and hip and say less kind of. Gen X, kind of Gen like Z lingo. They weren't doing like weird, like, um, I know there's some weird Gen Z lingo now, but there were just certain nods. Like there was one, like, um, um, 
what is it? There was one that Daniel didn't know, but I I knew. Daniel's my younger brother, but there's a there's a I guess this guy in New York where you can order like a sandwich a particular way, and you say like the Aki way. And they're okay. like, um, oh, let me get at this. And he's like, yeah. And like, so there was a point where they're like, let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Let me get it. And they're like, don't forget the bev, never, never. And I'm like, oh, that's from that video. Like, there's this dude that does that. So there's a bunch of little references like, <laughs> oh like that in it. And like, if you know, you know. And then if not, it's still like, it seems like you're watching a bunch of teenagers like referencing things you don't know what they're talking about. You know, right, so it's right. very much like that. Um, um, they, they change a little things with the origin. Um, like the bad guy, like Superfly is not, um, um, what's his name who ends in, in the comics who turns into the fly. I forget his name. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of going to look it up right, right now. now. Baxter Stocksman. So he's playing by, um, um, Giancarlo. Esp- oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. So he's a voice for Baxter. <laughs> you Scott, didn't want to mess up that name too. Yeah, huh? dude, I was gonna. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get moving. I'm not gonna like, just Scott, go the name slaughterer. <laughs> I was like, here we go again. Um, <laughs> but in the comics and like in the video games and stuff, like he's the one who turns into like the fly guy. But in mm. this one, he creates the ooze, and he um, had already turned a fly into like uh, a mutant sort of thing, and he was like okay. growing other um, creatures, like Bebop, Rocksteady. Um, uh, what is it like the Paul Rudd plays one of the characters. He's the Mondo Gecko, uh, Ray Mondo like they have this Gecko. whole like array of like um, mutants that's mm-hmm. led by Superfly, who's voiced by Ice Cube that totally fits. He's like yeah. this giant Superfly deal. that's cool. Yeah. And like when every time he comes out, that song, like, you know, I'm Superfly, you know, I'm Superfly. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this works. Um, nice. But the origin of like Splinter teaching them is different than what we're used to. Um, I like. I'll just let you experience that. But he's voiced by Jackie Chan, which I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because yeah. like we grew up knowing he's like an awesome martial artist, so it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolute legend. Yeah. Yeah, and then April News a little younger, but all the little changes were great. There's a lot of like, there's a bunch of Easter eggs in it, um, which I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch to catch them all. But the the ones I Ooh, caught Uncle were Bob. really cool, um, very unique. Um, story and it's called mutant mayhem and there's a lot of mutant mayhem in it which is pretty awesome nice. uh, i feel like this yeah. movie lived up to it for me um yeah i loved it i think you guys are gonna really love it too hell yeah, yeah. i want to watch it yeah i do i mean again massive teenage mutant ninja turtle fan for the longest time uh it, yeah by all accounts like what they were doing with the marketing the interviews i've seen on it like it all looked really really good it's been an incredible year for animation but it did make me think which teenage mutant ninja turtle was your favorite and we'll start with drake uh it was donatello Donatello. I enjoyed wow. me. Didn't I like the no wait Donatello. No wait Donatello is the blue one, one, right? Purple. Oh no, the no, purple one is the most. Damn it, Drake. Jake, God, sorry. You don't even I, know the teenage <laughs> ninja turtles. Okay. Next. No, I like the purple one. I like the purple one because yeah. I like You're the like, bow staff and I like how he used right? technology <laughs> and how yeah. he was smart. That's what I liked about the purple guy. Okay. Uh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Okay. Blue is Leo. Okay. Thank you. I was a Mikey always. Michelangelo. Yeah. Pizza man. He's just so goofy, free going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, love him. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I I love all the turtles, but I think I've always been split between Leonardo and Raphael. There's that like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna you know take charge, do that, and then there's also like, yeah, but I'm pretty angry. 
And I just kind of want to like <laughs> yeah. lash out and do shit. Uh, so I think you're the Ronin. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I've been been torn between those two. Um, definitely curious to hear what other people out there who their favorite turtle is. If you want, you can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or comment hey. on YouTube. Tell us who your favorite turtle is. We'll hit you back, and uh, yeah, maybe um, we'll get you on, and you could talk about your experience with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem if you've watched it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, man, I'm I'm super sold on it. It looks so good. I've seen, like I said, so many interviews. And Seth Rogen, um, everything that guy touches recently, too, has seemed to be gold. Uh, he's been doing Invincible. He did Platonic on Apple TV. He has been doing this, Mutant, Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Man, and he even did a Preacher. It was on TBS. Oh, yeah. It was another the comic book. Comic book? Yeah, he seems origin, to be a massive yeah. comic book fan. Um, so I'm Which is cool because it feels like. It feels like um, the people behind this movie were really all about like, let's throw all the like everything I love about comics. Let's make sure we fit and everything in there. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like it, it was just like it seemed like a lot of love went into it, and more more love than a cash grab, which was great. Nice, hell yeah, man! And he plays a um, he's a voice for Bebop. The, um, oh, perfect! The Warthog, which is funny because he did he did Pumbaa, so it's like <laughs> I'm like, did they make him <laughs> yeah. look like Pumbaa? No, no, he, he looks like Bebop, but it's okay, totally Seth Rogen's okay. voice. Nice. Just, uh, you know. <laughs> Why does that always work? Why does it work? Jesus. Okay, he was in Mario. Uh, that crushed it also. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just a solid year, I want to say, for animation. Like 2023 has been yeah. between Across yep. the Spider-Verse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Mario, uh, Nimona I thought was fantastic. Um, yep. Fuck, man. Animation has been killing it this year. So much good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of it. Amaya, uh, anything else you guys want to say for this episode? Uh, nah, dude. Just uh, if you have any family on Maui, reach out to them. There's tons of videos. The devastation's real. Uh, yeah. So, you know, always tip your local firefighter. You know, only you can prevent forest fires, all that jazz. Yep, yep. Well said. Scotty. Um, yep, everything you guys said, and you know, uh, keep in touch with your family, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Hear that. Oh, yeah. Good words to live by. And then the last thing I want from Scott is to say that name of Heisenberg from. Okay, let's oh go for it again. Let's go. Okay, Here's redemption sure. time. Matthias. Okay. Yeah, M A T H A I S. S E H W E I G H O. Off to a decent start. So, Schweifer? Schweifer? Schweifer. Fuck, dude. I'm going to Google this. Thanks for sticking in with us. Moving on. The Joystick Show. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we'd really appreciate a follow, subscribe, and a review. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show on Twitter and Instagram, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like submitting topics or questions to be discussed on future episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. As always, 
Thank you. Peace out and make it a great rest of your week.